Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. Here we go. Talking Buds Leaf Show Emergency Remote Off-Season Edition. I feel like I always need to reiterate our off-season stance, which is we don't deal in hypotheticals. We come back when there's news to talk about, and there's some news to talk about. I had a feeling when we re the next time we would reconvene would be either a signing or a trade. And it is the former because seemingly out of the blue today, Austin Matthews signs a four-year contract extension with the Maple Leafs at an average annual value of $13.25 million. To no one's surprise, there's all kinds of takes on this. I'm seeing people who are like, this is great. I'm seeing other people who are like, oh my God, they only got four years like at 13.25. Where do you stand on it? Well, first of all, I want to introduce myself. I'm Ryan. Um, I've been away for a while. Um, I know our summer stance is we don't talk about things that don't matter, but it has seemed like a hot second since we've been on here. It's probably the last time we were on here was the beginning of January after free agency. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, welcome back. Like, that's it's been it's been a hot minute. Um, Austin Matthews. I've had all day to think about this. And honestly, it's just not surprised at all. Just mm-hmm. no surprise for me. I figured it was going to be a deal that was going to be very high, as in the highest paid guy in the league. I feel like they've had this done for a while. Um, I didn't think the term was going to go any shorter than three um, or any longer than five. So it's four. Wouldn't mind seeing five again, to be honest with you. But um yeah, it's done. And I always thought it was done. And I don't know why it took this long to make the announcement. But um, yeah, he's back. Here we go. Another four years. That's just going to fly by just like that. Well, yeah, for like if you count next year, there's five more years left to Austin Matthews. I got to be honest with you, man. I, I'm pretty happy with it. Like I don't. I'm seeing a lot of people who are sort of snickering at the four-year term being like, oh, well, you now have the highest paid player in hockey and only for four years. And I'm just kind of like, that's just the price of admission with this guy. Like he hasn't, he hasn't held back on his stance that he wants to be someone who sort of changes the game. He's sort of new age. He's like an NBA player. This guy is not signing an eight-year deal. I don't care. And that's just, even if he left and went somewhere else, he wouldn't sign an eight year deal there. That's just not the way he wants to do business. And so if you were going into this expecting like a six, seven, eight year deal, I, I kind of say that's on you. Like you don't have your expectations are out of whack. If that's what you were hoping for. See, I think it's, 
it's, for me, it's the opposite. The term is the term. Like this guy set the term on his last contract. He's not signing an eight year deal, which is fine. And as an NHL player, I totally understand that. Or as an athlete, it's why would you lock yourself in for eight years? If you bet on yourself and you think you're going to improve over the next four or five years of your contract and get a better deal. But to me, if you were to ask me, honestly, I think he's highly overpaid. And in, in my opinion, um, I think he was knocked out of the top five players in the NHL this over the past season. Um, I think if I was just to critique it in any sort of way, I think he's just overpaid. I don't think he's worth 13.25 um, as a hockey player, but at the same time for where this team is at and what they need, they really had no choice. Like, exactly. what are you going to do? Get rid exactly. of them? Like, exactly. He's, yeah, the, fr- so he's the franchise. He's yeah. he's arguably the greatest player in the history of the franchise. Like they 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 were always going to give him. I think I think for myself personally, I'm not as upset about the term because I kind of had it in my head that like he might have gone in there and asked for 14, maybe even more than that. So I see 13.25 as kind of a win, and maybe my sort of expectations are a bit inflated. But yeah, I just don't, I think it, it, by the time the, the contract's up, he'll be 30 years old. So I don't think anybody will be upset if at the end of the deal, he decides to go elsewhere. Especially if it's been like how it's been. Exactly. And we're, we're, we're actually at a point now after several years post pandemic where the salary cap is projected to go up quite a bit over the next few years. So as each uh, season goes on in this deal, that cap hit's going to get better and better and better. So I just, to me, it's, this is a win for, for the organization. I thought it was a little eye rolling though. Like when, when McKinnon signed his deal, it was just like, make me a little bit more than McDavid. This guy blew both of them right out of the water. Well, yeah, that's, and, and, I and, mean, and, and to me, he, he regressed in 2022, 2023 yeah. opposed to the year prior. So I think it's, I think he thinks a little too highly of himself in terms of the money he has to make per year, but well, that's, what are you going to do? That's like you, Brian Hayes rants about this all the time on Overdrive about how, like, why is it that this group of guys seemingly want to take every cent they can get their hands on? But I honestly think, Ryan, as much as 13.25 is high, he could have got more. He really could have. Like, I think if he'd, if he'd said, I'm not coming back, or like push the Leafs a little further. There's a world where either the Leafs or some other team give him $14 million. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right, but it's the same time. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess with the cap going up, which I'm kind of sick of hearing that term with the cap going up, look what happened the last time the cap was supposed to go up, even though that was, it didn't happen due to absolutely insane circumstances, but I'm not I'm not someone who's sitting at home feeling better because the cap is going up. Like that's just like I, I'm not hedging my bets on that. Like it's just he to me, guy's kind of greedy. Like hate to say it. Like he, interesting. I did not think that you you were gonna. So full disclosure, folks. When we do the remote episodes, like Ryan and I do not talk at all before we get on here. I so I am learning like the rest of you that I am taken aback by your reaction to this deal. I think he completely. Oh, I I kind of. Uh, I don't know if that's the best comparison. I was about to say him and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. are kind of similar in this market right now. Where I think he had that amazing season where he won the Hart Trophy. 
but dude, last year he was he was a mediocre hockey player. I'm sorry. Like it just not mediocre, but like mediocre to his standards. Like I expect more from him. And I just see 13.25. And I, what person is sitting looking at that come across their Twitter feed or X feed, whatever the hell you want to call it now, and sit there and be like, wow, that, that's a good deal. No, it's not I don't, a horrible I, deal. I don't think it's that bad of a deal, Ryan. I don't. Dude, dude, the guy is like, he's not worth that money. It's just they're in, they're just between a rock and a hard place. They can't do anything else. So they're handcuffed. They have to do it. They can play hardball with Nylander because you can go out and find somebody who can replace Nylander. I, Austin, which I guess this is why he's worth 13.25 is because you can't really go out and find a replacement for him. But in the overall grand scheme of hockey, like he's making more than Connor McDavid. To me, Connor McDavid's right here. Austin Matthews is right here. Right. That, that, but, that's kind of my point. It's just like, right, I, but, but I can't look at this number and be like, wow, that's that's good job, boys. Like, great deal. But what are you going to do? Right. But. This is where uh, the point I was trying to make about what makes Matthews kind of different from some of these other guys. Connor McDavid didn't have to sign an eight-year deal in Edmonton. He didn't have to do that. He could have signed. He could have said, "I want a five-year deal similar to Matthews," and then it could have come up, and Edmonton would be over a bail barrel. And when McDavid's ready to for his next deal, he's going to blow right by Matthews. Like that's well, that's it, what's going to happen. That, isn't that the problem with this team? What what Brian Hayes keeps harping on, like you said a couple of minutes ago, it's just like. Okay, like cool, but he did take that deal, and I know he'll blow by it. But honestly, he's worth it. Like you could make the argument that this guy is not worth this money. Like I think there's a solid argument that could be made. Like if take yourself out of Leaf Nation for a second, where we went through hell for over ten years, not making the playoffs, having Tim Connolly be a number one center. Take yourself out of Leafs Nation and just look at it as a hockey fan in general. It, to me, if you were to just come up with an argument between is this guy worth the money or is he not, I think you could come up with a solid argument that he is not worth this money. Look, look what the, like look what he was getting paid before, and they they couldn't do a thing. So it's just, I mean, like I'm happy he's back. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here being like they shouldn't have done it. I'm just looking at it in a way where it's like I'm not sitting there being like nice good well, job brad or good well, job you, shanny like i, I don't well know. you mentioned you mentioned nylander and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the subsequent contracts after this like like as you as you touched on they're, they're playing hardball with nylander right now mar this conversation about marner is going to be at the end of next season so it'll be interesting to see what they do there i think i understand what you're saying in, in a perfect world you would like him sort of in the same ballpark as McKinnon and McDavid are right now, which is like the 12 and a half, like McKinnon's 12.6. So you would like him in like that, that sort of same range. But I think once you, once you bring in, you've also touched on this, once you bring in sort of the circumstances of the organization and, and the team and where they're at and what this guy means in terms of being a legitimate superstar, a heart trophy winner. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pay them. Yeah. They're gonna go over. I, I, I kind of had it in my head that they were going over the 13 mark. I guess the fact that it's 13, I thought they were going to do the, the thing they do with the contracts. Like I was expecting a 13.34 yeah. or something like that. The Sid. So, yeah. So, so the fact that they're not, 
they're not in the 14s, I guess, is, is sort of changing the way I look at this and why I'm maybe looking at it a bit more positively than you are. And a lot of other people share your same stance from what I've seen. Yeah, I just, I don't, again, I don't like, it's not that I'm not positive. It's just like as Ryan, as someone who watched just about 82 regular season games and every single playoff game, I, I just, it's, I just, I need to see more from this guy. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I, I was a blind follower at one point. Like, look behind you right now in our studio. Look look at the name. Look at the number. He's right up there for a reason because he's their best player. But I just think after last season, like, I just, I need to see more from this guy. Like, yeah, I hope, and- you know, like, I just, I think, like, when he won the heart, it was like, God, this guy's a legend. And then it's just like, he came back and it's, he just wasn't that good last year. So it's just like, I, I. I'm happy he's back, obviously. He's what do you think about 20s. the injuries? There's someone who's watching right now and listening to you talk and saying he was nursing injuries all year. I don't care. Come on. Anyone who watched, come like blame the injuries. You you watch the games, man. He wasn't like, no, yeah, you know, he wasn't as up wrist, whatever. But like Well, and there's there also the playoff of, yeah. situation too. There's the playoff situation too. Yeah, I just, I mean, when I'm coming on this pod, honestly, like, I had no idea, like, what my opinion was. And um, as we're getting into it, it's just like... I'm ha- I'm, I'm, legitimately surprised. Ha- I'm happy they got it done because it's not like... You're right. After this contract, he's going to be 30. So it's going to mm-hmm. be different. So he still has four or five plus, I mean, plus this year, plus the four. He's got five good years of his prime, but... Um, I just he's essentially last... going to be spending the prime of his career as a Maple Leaf. Yeah, I just thought last year there was a lot of hockey players around the league who just made a statement, being like, like, like Tage Thompson or or even like Ryan Nugent Hopkins had 110. Like you know, it's just, and I thought he kind of got left in the dust, no matter the injuries. It's just, I'm not, I can't sit and just blame it on injuries. I just, I just want to see more from him. And he could go out this year and score 50, and I look like an idiot. Like no, no two ways about it. But it just it's it's a big number, man. It it really is. I hope that this is a statement where they say to like the rest of their room, like this is the guy that we value as like our superstar player, and they're playing hardball with Nylander, and I hope they do the same with Marner next year, because I hope this isn't sort of a, a Kyle Dubas all over again, where it's just giving these guys everything they want. I don't think they did that with this, but. You're right. It's it's a lot of money for a four-year term. Yeah. I just, you know what? I want my, I just want the guy we drafted who was touted to be a legend, who who's a forward thinker. I get everything he's doing. I just want to see him go out this season and be a legend. I don't want to yeah. hear about a wrist injury. I don't want to hear about line mates. I want to see the guy who's the highest paid player in the league, which technically should be one of the best players in the league. I get there's different circumstances, but you need to go out and have a great year, man. Yeah. You he, go he out had his and mo- suck. Or if you're injured, not down. He had his moments in the Tampa series for sure, where he looked really good. And one of the things that has been said about him in the past, that sort of differentiates him from a McDavid is that Matthews doesn't like McDavid has the ability to take over and dominate a hockey game. And that's something we've seen Matthews do that, but we haven't seen it nearly as much as some of his peers do on like kind of a night in night out basis yeah i mean mcdavid's kind of a tough comparison but like look, look, look at pasternak like mm-hmm. guy's unreal like you know, like the guy yeah. just carries the offense for the best team in the league and i'm watching matthews what do you have last year like 
80 points. Like, I don't know. I just want to see more from him. I'm I'm legitimately, legitimately shocked at your your take on this. I mean, I guess it's coming off as negative, but it's just a lot of money, man. Like, it's just like when you get paid, like, okay, 13.25, like he's making like over half a million dollars more than Nate McKinnon. And like, to me, that's a statement that you're the best player in the league. And I just like, I need to see him go out and do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you look at Vladdy for the Jays, like he had the one year he was the runner up and he looked like a legend. And guess what? The guy's grounded out in the most double plays in the MLB sense. So it's, you know, like go out this year and, and look me in the face and be like, you're an idiot. I deserve all this money. Like, that's all I want from Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, well, I guess we'll, we'll yeah, time will tell. And in a rare moment, you and I are, are settling on opposite sides of the fence for this one. I'm just happy that it's under 14 million. And, and someone in the comments is going to call me like a stupid Leaf fan. I'm just happy that it's under 14 million that we're going to, he's going to be in a Leaf jersey for essentially the prime of his career. And that like to have him until he's 30 years old is a win for this organization. Like yeah. he has one year left on his current deal plus this one. So that's five more years of the guy. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Like what do you, again, on the other side of it, what do you do? Just be like, nope, never mind. I can't pay you that. And then you're like, you have to do it. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to do it. It's just, I want to see him be the legend, be the legend. Basically is what I'm trying to say. Ryan, even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to the banger heavy metal intros that we play off the top of our podcast on repeat or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit. I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Dude, there's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people. Or to stay calm with some guided meditation. Or you can even listen to some episodes of the Talking Buds Leaf Show. Like I said, some banger heavy metal. Maybe your favorite professional wrestling theme song. I know when I'm commuting into work on the subway, I pop my Raycon wireless earbuds in and it just gets me, like, you know, it's the morning, you're kind of like exhausted and you just put them on and it's just like, here we go. I'm in the zone. I'm getting ready to attack the day. And let me tell you right now, people, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium auto brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, Talking Buds Leaf Show listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. I want to touch a little bit on on William Nylander because you brought him up and they seem to be playing hardball with him and giving Matthews his deal. Uh, clips were circulating today of him talking to Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick over in Sweden. 
the clips everywhere. So if you want to watch it, just go on Twitter, you'll find it. But he basically is just saying, you know, like Friedman's asking him all kinds of questions about his next deal. And he's just giving the standard Willie Joe cool answers of I'm not worried about it. There's no place I'd rather play. Um, my agent will sort it out. I've still got one year left of my deal. It's not super urgent yet and all that kind of stuff. It's the consensus is he wants 10 million. They don't want to give him 10 million. Would you give him 10 million? This, this one is um, almost more difficult to sort out than Matthews in a way, because it's like Matthews. It's like, you, you know, you can't get rid of the guy. So it's the, the, the front office had to make a call to like, yeah, we got to pay this guy what he asked for, regardless of whatever, because he's just the number one center. He's the face of the franchise. You can't lose him. Willie, it's just like, it's a whole different ball game because at the end of the day, he's a, he's a winger. He plays first line, second line. Um, he has a checkered past, even though his most recent past play has been phenomenal. Um, 40 goal scorer, I thought for 75, 80% of the season last year, he was their best player. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's he, it's a, really... he's got them over a barrel, Ryan. He's got them over a barrel. Like he, he wants 10 million. If they say, we don't want to give you 10 million. He says, okay. And he just plays the last year of his deal and goes to free agency. This team, and granted, this is Kyle Dubas, and now we're into the Brad Tree living era, but this team has a brutal history of letting guys, high-value guys, Zach Hyman is the top one that comes to mind, walk out the door in free agency, sign elsewhere without getting anything for them. William Nylander has been one of your quote-unquote core four since that term came into existence. And I think having him just walk for nothing at the end of next season is brutal. You cannot have that happen. Having said that though, we've talked, we talked earlier about this whole, like the Leafs, the culture around the Leafs and every, every, all the superstars wanting to get their hands on every penny that they can. And at some point, Brad tree living is going to have to undo the Kyle Dubas way, which is giving these guys whatever they want. And it seems like Nylander is the one he's going to dig in with. So you got to kind of hope, but but I just, if I'm William Nylander, I'm like, give me 10 million. Like there's no scenario where I'm not signing for $10 million because even if that doesn't happen, I'm gone. And like he says to Freege and stuff, oh, there's nowhere I'd rather play. There's nowhere I'd rather play. Sure. I'm sure he loves being a Maple Leaf. I'm sure he loves being here. I'm sure all the things they say about how great the organization is and how well they take care of you all are factors. But you're telling me like if he goes to free agency and someone offers him like $11 million, $11.5 million, he's not going to whoever offers him that. Of course he is. Like there's no, like he has all the leverage. I don't like the Leafs are over a barrel with him. So yeah. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, first of all, from what you just said, I don't think any team in the NHL is signing this guy for over $10 million. Ryan, the cat, Ryan, I know you said it earlier, but the salary cap is going up. Some team, some team somewhere, some general manager, you're telling me, look at some of the general managers and the contracts they sign in this league. Well, then here's my thing. Good luck 
sign this guy to 11 million. Good luck. Have fun. Great but how hockey do you feel player. about letting one of your cornerstone pieces just leave your organization okay. for nothing? This is why this thing is so complicated because mm-hmm. if I'm William Nylander, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm going, F this. Like, sc- screw this. I, I'm not taking another discount, especially when this guy who, frankly, I outperformed last year is making, it was now the highest paid player in the league. And I'm supposed to take four to $5 million less than this guy. That's a joke. Totally understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, how much can you pay these dudes, man? How much can you pay these forwards? Especially especially when you're in a situation where your blue line looks the way it does. Exactly. It it doesn't work. We know this. This team currently constituted is not winning anything. They might win another round. But are you telling me that you're going to be a believer again in this group? without doing anything significant to, to, to upgrade the blue line or, I'm not or anything like that. I'm not a believer in this blue line. I can tell you that right exactly. now. Exactly. So it's like, Willie, I love you. I get what you're doing. I used to, I used to hate William Nylander. He won me over last year. He's won me over the past two seasons because he's matured. He's a great player. He drives offense. He gets the puck out of his own zone. We zone know about entries. The zone entries. <laughs> it's... What great, but it's just his contract is up before JT's and in Marner's. So it's it's like, are we gonna do this again? Like now, first of all, like I know the cap is going up, but it's not up right now. And like this team needs to win tomorrow. They don't need to win in four years. Mm. They need to win tomorrow. So it's like, what do you do? It's just like he might have to bite the dust, but at the same time, you can't let him walk for nothing. And if you make a trade, are you going to get fair value for it? Probably not. So it's just yeah, you'd probably if you're trading him hell of a pickle. These guys it, are in right now with this player. Whoever you're trading him to would want assurances that unless unless it's like a but even then the Leafs are a team that's trying to make a cup run. Whoever you're trading him to would want assurances that he was gonna he would sign a contract extension there. Yeah, it's um, it's the Matthews one was pretty black and white to me. It's just try to get him signed at the lowest number and the longest term, and they just had to they they were that to me they were over a barrel with that because it's you can't lose that guy. Yep. To me, you can lose Nylander. Um, it just. Take a look at the past Stanley Cup champion. Their top goal scorer in the in the regular season was, I'm pretty sure he had 28 goals, you know? So it's, at some point, you have to start looking at other aspects of this hockey team and being like, we've had the firepower and, and, and we thought we can get it done, but guess what? But, it's, it's but Ryan, us, like, Ryan, they couldn't score goals against the Florida Panthers. They couldn't score goals. Like, like the... Like, right? Like, like if you look at them in that series against Florida, they couldn't score. But it's not about high-octane offense yes, yes. in the it's playoffs. About, it's about a guy. It's, who, yeah, yes, it's about yes. a team that is well-balanced and has the right mentality. And, like, I think a bit of momentum is mixed in there as well. It's just high-octane offense can only get you so far, and I know they couldn't score goals. And they also, like, in fairness, Bob was – a legend in that series. And I'm sick of saying that. Like, I'm so mm-hmm. sick of hearing about Vasilevsky, Carey Price, Bob. It's like, hey, at some point you got to break through. But it's just, 
I, to me, yeah, I, I'm in the I'm in the camp of you cannot sign this guy for over ten million. You can't do it. I don't care if the cap's going up. You can't do it. But at the same time, you can't let him walk. And you're gonna either way, people are gonna be disappointed. There's just no. Yeah. It's just a no win scenario for for the front office, in my opinion. Yeah. Well. Only time will tell on that one. We, as we sit here right now, we are about a month away from the opening of training camp and we'll be back on our regular podcasting schedule. We're getting ready to strap in for another 82. Oh, I'm, you know what? So a couple of things. One, when the season ended last year, I like the rest of you was like, I can't, I can't believe I have to sit through 82 more of this next year. But with the players that they brought in at the deadline, oh, the, sorry, at free agency, not the deadline, and a summer of watching the Toronto Blue Jays, <laughs> I'm more than ready for a Toronto Maple Leaf season to start. Yeah, time heals all wounds. Yeah, I'm ready to go. At the, at the end of next season, you and I have to hold each other accountable, and we can't sit there and go, Oh my God, we got another 82 because we all know when it rolls around, we'll be ready to go. Oh, it's, but like at the time you can't like fault yourself for saying that because it's just like, this is a joke. I can't believe I have to watch this again. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like the last time they played a hockey game was 10 years ago. So it's just amazing how time again, heals all wounds and, and like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, to see what happens all over again. I think you're right. All the signings make it more intriguing. Nylander makes it intriguing. Matthew signing a contract that he needs to live up to is intriguing. So it's, um, let's go. Let's 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 get another eighty-two ready to go. Well, as I said, training camp's around the corner. As soon as training camp op- training camp opens, we will be back on our usual two episode per week schedule. So if you want to come on this ride, season six of the Talking Buds Leave Show, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We might be back before then. Any more breaking news? We might be back before then with emergency off season edition. But I have a feeling we probably you probably won't see us again until opening day of training camp. It's just kind of the vibe I'm getting. God, I wish there was more news. Yeah. I've kind of missed even even I've kind of missed. Like you texted me today, I mean like Matthew signed. I go, look, he's signed. I'm like, here we gotta do a pod. And I thought about it. It's like we've done a pod in ten years. Yeah, we haven't done a pod like, in, in uh in like almost two months. Yeah. So I mean I wish there was more stuff to talk about. But it, I mean the NHL in general has been dead quiet. Honestly, so. man, I'm kinda like I'm not going to sit and complain about it. Like they're like fast forward to February where you and I are just, just scraping days. to find interesting things to talk about. Just ragging uh, on who's going to be the punch buggy this year. John Klingberg since uh, my buddy, uh, Alex Kerfoot is gone. John, John, I've got a feeling it's going to work. There's going to be a lot of John Klingberg yeah. ranting and raving on the podcast this year. All right. Well, we're, we're going to find out. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Hit that like and subscribe. See you later.